0: Welcome to this episode of BPB knows today BPB knows business interruption insurance. Our expert is Dan Hughes, who's a director in our forensic and advisory services practice. And he is one of our experts who can talk about everything of business interruption insurance and claims. So Dan, tell us who needs business interruption insurance.
1: Any business that wants to protect against their loss of income in the event that they sustain a loss or physical damage from a hurricane or a fire or flood those are the that's who wants business interruption insurance coverage
0: Do a lot of companies have this type of coverage
1: Yes. Most companies do have this type of coverage. Uh, it's it's uh, it's part it's an endorsement to the property insurance policy. And as I said, it protects against the loss of income and extra expenses that may be incurred in the event of uh, physical loss or damage.
0: Is it difficult to make a claim against business interruption insurance?
1: I wouldn't say it's difficult, but you certainly have to support your loss. The company, the business, will will have to show that they actually sustained a loss in their operations that resulted in a loss of business income. So there are certain things that have to be have to be done, and you have to be able to support and show that you actually had a loss.
0: And how does a forensic accountant like yourself play into this whole equation?
1: Well, we get involved, and in we we help the insured to establish that loss. We'll when when we get brought in we've done this many, many times in the past. So we know what to look for. We know what questions to ask. We know what, what documents to ask for and to review. We work with the insured, the business owner to understand what happened with their business, how their business was impacted, what services or goods can no longer be uh, produced or delivered. And we, we examine how the impact on their operations affected their financial performance. So basically we know what to look for and how to quantify it, how to support it, and how to submit that to the insurance company and their accountants so they understand that a loss did in fact occur and we've quantified what that loss is.
0: Are the the records difficult to recreate if it's it's an an emergency like a hurricane or something where business is wiped out how do you how do you get that information how do you get the documentation and how do you put it together
1: well fortunately now a lot of information is electronic and it, it may be in the cloud it may no longer just reside on we'll say servers at the business location a lot of businesses are very good about backing up their information that information is backed up in the cloud additionally Companies that are, we'll say, on the ball or ahead of the game, they know it's time to back up their systems and to gather their critical records and to put them in a safe play. And that's always a good business practice is to take critical records whether it's uh, com- uh, computer systems or printouts or key documents, and make sure they're in a safe place, sometimes away from, a location away from the actual business, have a backup copy. So I would say most of the time, because it's electronic, because it's in the cloud, we could usually access the records. It's, we're, we're able to get in and access the historical records that we need.
0: So that's what you do before an emergency. What do you do after an emergency to make sure you're in the best position to make a claim?
1: Well, after an emergency, it's, we would we would work with the business owner to uh, obtain a lot of their historical records, whether it's historical financial statements, it's it's tax returns. If a company has budgets or forecasts, we want to obtain those documents. To the extent they had inventory that was damaged, we'll want to obtain detailed inventory reports. And a lot of these reports, as I said, are electronic reports that reside on their accounting systems, their computer systems. So we're able to extract that information from their systems and gather the appropriate records that we need. We also want to ask for if they have order systems or reservation systems or event logs, things that talk about what the business that was going to take place if there wasn't a storm or wasn't a fire, that type of anything that would help us to project what was going to happen that can now no longer happen because of the loss. So that's usually the information that we gather right after a loss so that we can put together what we call the but for, but for the loss, here's how the company would have operated.
0: And is there, is there usually an attorney involved in this, or do the, does the business owner call you directly to hire you, or is there a property appraiser, or is there, is there another professional that's involved in this, or do the business
1: owners usually call you directly? There could be a number of, of different professionals involved. G- generally speaking, the business owner, the first call they're going to make is to their insurance professional. So that is an insurance broker or their insurance agent. They're going to contact the insurance broker. The insurance broker is going to help them to notify the insurance company that they had a loss, obtain a claim number, and get the uh Get the insurance company in in a position where they're going to start to send out their professionals to assess the loss. The business owner, the the broker can make a recommendation that the business owner bring in a forensic accountant. The business owner can contact me direct. Sometimes it's through an attorney. I, I would say attorneys do get involved. They don't need to be involved initially, but oftentimes attorneys do get involved to help the insured understand their policy and understand their coverages. The insurance policies are—they're complex. Uh, there's uh, a lot of definitional la- language in there. Words have uh, specific meanings. Uh, as it relates to insurance. So they're 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 not the easiest documents to read and understand. And that's where insurance coverage council comes into play and they help the insured understand their policy, what their coverages are, et cetera. And it's really a team approach, Melissa, between the insured, their insurance broker, their attorneys, as well as their accountants. We all have to work sort of as a team to understand the coverage and understand how the financial impact or how the loss fits into the coverage of the policy.
0: So it definitely sounds like something that a business owner doesn't want to undertake on their own. So when you think of fires and hurricanes and these natural disasters, but it's this business interruption insurance cover thing, other things going to be, a building is impossible to get into or a water main break. So it's not always these big the act of God disasters, right?
1: That That's absolutely right. Yes, there's coverages in place uh, when the ingress or egress of, of the building, when you cannot get into your place of, of operations, your place of work. Uh, and that could be as a result of, let's say, it's a civil authority. Could re- restrict access to an area because of for public safety concern. And if your business is sort of in that impacted area, and you could no longer get into that area, you still may be may be able to trigger your coverage. The same thing on an ingress or egress. That could be a road is washed out or a bridge is out. Now these are related back to these large natural disasters. Uh, that can occur. But sometimes, as you talk about, we it could be a, a, a pipe burst. So, you have water damage. That's not something that may impact a wide area. That could be isolated to just your business, and it's a pipe burst in a building. Did you see, during COVID, when cities were shutting down, did you see an increase in
0: business interruption claims?
1: We certainly saw a lot of companies, yes, they turned to their insurance policies, they turned to, to their business interruption coverage to see if they could trigger coverage for that. And there were lots of disputes and in, in court cases over whether or not companies really had physical loss or damage as a result of COVID and the virus. It, uh, for the most part, I, I I think it was difficult to trigger that coverage. That's at least what the The courts were saying. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for explaining all of this
0: to us, Dan. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. As always, if you have questions or topics you'd like for us to cover, you can contact us by email at bpbknows at bpbcpa.com. We'll see you on the next episode.